Welcome back to The Look and Sound of Leadership, an ongoing series of executive coaching tips designed to help you be perceived in the workplace the way you want to be perceived. I'm Tom Henschel, your executive coach, and today we're talking about short sounds confident. Kevin was proud of having been an engineer. Now that he was a corporate vice president, he saw his technical background as one of his major assets. His colleagues disagreed. Shut him up was the bluntest comment in the feedback report I'd created for him, but it was not unusual. People desperately wanted Kevin to talk shorter. But if I don't give him all the information, Kevin said as we discussed his feedback, I feel like I'm not doing my job or they can't do theirs. You're helping, I offered. Absolutely. What if I know something and don't tell them, then they do something they shouldn't, or they don't do something they should? I'd be responsible. That'd be negligent. He was genuinely concerned. I asked, Is that what the feedback is telling you, Kevin? He froze as he ran that question through his mental computer. No, you're right. They're saying they don't like my engineer speak, where every detail has to get explained. I remained silent. He gave a wistful little laugh, saying, It's like someone took away my decoder ring. I'd have thought decoder rings were before his time. What I said was, It's more like you've got a broadcasting ring, Kevin. It broadcasts in engineer speak, but no one is tuned to that channel up here. You can keep broadcasting, but people are not pulling you in loud and clear. His engineer wheels were turning. He said, so, am I supposed to change my channel? Yes, Kevin, I said. That's exactly what you and I are going to do. You're going to change your broadcast channel from engineer speak to executive speak. He perked up and smiled. I like the sound of that. Where do we start? When I have the chance to talk about how to sound executive, I have any number of ways I might start. I didn't know what would make the most sense to Kevin. I looked at him and said, I'll tell you what I'm thinking. I'm thinking there are many threads I want to follow with you, but I don't want to just start blathering. I really want to give you one little bullet point. And it's hard to reduce all my ideas down to... No, wait, I know. Here it is. Here's the whole key to sounding like an executive. You ready? Ready, he said. I said, short sounds confident. I stopped talking. It was great to watch Kevin when his mental computer kicked in. He snapped to some place far away, then just as fast would snap back, having thought things through. Now he snapped back and said, I see people do that up here. They move fast. They talk short. Everyone's carrying a lot of weight, I said, having coached two of his peers. He mauled the words. Short sounds confident. That's a good phrase. I learned it from one of my early mentors, I said quietly. He was still thinking. Finally, discouraged, he shook his head. It's a great idea, Tom, but I can't see myself ever getting there. I keep coming up against this sense that now that I'm one of them, it's more important than ever to be sure that I tell them everything I know. I said, Kevin... It's a sense, right? It's how you feel. 
Yeah, I should tell people what I know. Kevin, I said, that's your belief. But I'm talking about behavior. Look, you're welcome to your beliefs. Do what you want with your beliefs. Keep them, don't keep them. But let's change the behavior. What do you say? Again, he considered seriously, then asked, change it how? I asked, can I give you a metaphor? Okay. He liked metaphors and spun some good ones himself. I said, so let's imagine you and I are talking about some project. Your brain is firing away like it does. You have a whole box full of ideas. And there are all kinds of things in the box. Some relate to what you and I are talking about, but other things are in the box too because you're a bright guy. You have lots of ideas. So when it's your turn to start talking, you just take that box full of ideas and you dump it out all over me. All the ideas, all at once, jumbled together. Here they come. Blah, 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 blah. And since they're all tangled up, all the ideas seem equally important to me. Now, when that happens, do you know what I think? I think... Hey, wait a second. All those ideas can't be equal. Some of them have to be more important to you than others. Why is it my job to sort your ideas? They're yours. You sort them. Besides, if I sort them, I'll probably do it in a way you don't like. So you do it. You sort your ideas. He said, before I talk? He looked so aghast. I laughed. Yes, Kevin, that's the point. You're going to sort your ideas before you start talking. He was dead serious. If I have to sort through all my ideas before I start talking, I might never get started. But I see your point. A lot of times you're right. I don't start with what's most important. I just dive in. I answered saying, and for some of your listeners, Kevin, your first point will be the only one they hear because they're going to start talking back the first chance they get. He laughed happily. That is so true. Man, I thought I was a bad listener. These folks, they are in first place on that score. Then he fell silent, following a thought. He made some determination, came back and said, It's lazy. Not pre-sorting my ideas. It's really sloppy thinking on my part. Kevin, wait, I said. May I reframe that? He nodded. I said, we're talking about your default setting, this engineer speak. It's your preferred natural behavior. Just because you and I have started examining it, don't judge it. I don't think it's helpful to call it names or make it bad. That behavior serves you well in certain situations. So how about if we call it something neutral or maybe even something good? Uh, engineer speak does make me effective sometimes, he said. I said, so how about if we call it comfortable? That engineer speak with all those details, that is you communicating comfortably. Okay? He smiled. Okay. I like what you just did, by the way, that reframing. That was good. Good, I smiled. So for you, engineer speak is communicating comfortably. But if you want a sound executive, if you want to display short sounds confident, you can't be comfortable as a communicator. You can't be lounging in some chair with your feet up, your hands behind your head, a drink on the side table. To sound executive, you have to sit up, feet on the floor, leaning forward, fully alert. It takes energy. I certainly feel a lot of energy up here. Folks are working hard. After the briefest pause, he said, you did it earlier. Did what, I asked. Remember when I said I might never start talking if I have to sort my ideas first? 
I was imagining one of my big pauses. I know I stop speaking while I think. I don't want to replace my engineer speak with big gaping silences, but you did it perfectly before. I waited, fairly certain I knew what he was talking about. He went on, You said, wait a second while I think, or something like that. You told me you were thinking, and I waited. And then you said, sure, it sounds confident. I think all that narration beforehand actually got me ready to hear your idea. Like the presenter who says, and now here's the one big thing. Makes you sit forward and listen. I nodded. I hadn't thought of that, but I see what you mean. You were narrating your thinking, Kevin said. You know, a lot of people wouldn't be able to do that. Is that part of Short Sounds Confident? You don't have to narrate your thoughts, I said, but you do have to sort them. And you're right, Kevin. I understand it's a stretch for some folks. Not everyone has the same capacity for this. Like, not everyone has the same capacity for running or rock climbing. But I think everyone can pre-sort at least a little and sound at least a little more executive. Fair enough, he said. So I have to pre-sort my ideas. And to do that, I have to figure out what's important to you. Uh, well, I said, that depends. If you really, really, really know what's important to me, like if I've actually told you what's important to me, then yes, sort your ideas according to what's important to me. But, I continued, most of the time, you don't really know what's important to me. So instead of guessing about that, tell me what's important to you. That's what makes you sound executive, articulating what's important to you. He looked at me and said, and tell it shortly, right? I nodded. Saying what's important to you in a concise, bite-sized way, yeah, that would sound pretty darn executive. Okay, so while I'm sorting my ideas in my head, I tell him what I'm thinking, and then I say something like, here's something that's important to me, and I put the first thing first. Great, I said. He asked, does that change my channel to executive speak? Yes, it does, I said, plus one more thing. Tell me why. You can't just say something is important to you. You have to tell me why it's important to you. Why? That's what's going to distinguish it as yours. He thought. And then he said, I was wondering if I were able to sort my ideas, would I also be able to figure out why they were important? And the answer is, of course. I know what I think about my ideas. I know why they're important to me. Well, not everyone does, I said. <laughs> I've noticed, he grinned. I said, I think it's important to tell us why because of how we all listen to each other. I think all of us, all the time, have an unspoken question revving non-stop in our heads. He asked, which is? To which I answered, why should I listen to this? I think we ask ourselves that ten times a minute. That's how we listen. And when we don't know why we should listen, we don't. You better tell me why I should listen to you because a million things are competing for attention in my head. He laughed almost fiendishly. <laughs> that is true, isn't it? May I give you my final analogy, I asked. You bet. He fell back and breathed out, fingers laced across his buckle. I sat straight, raising an imaginary teacup and saucer up to my chest. I said... When I make the choice to listen to you, it's like I'm extending a little teacup. I'm ready for you to fill it up so I can drink it in. But most people, when they sense that invitation to speak, 
pull out a fire hose, slam open the nozzle, and blast the hell out of whoever's listening. It's too much to take in. Bye-bye, teacup. He laughed heartily. I do that. Blast people with information. But not anymore, I suggested. Right, he said, because short sounds confident. And sounding confident is one great way to achieve the look and sound of leadership. So what was the point of all this? I'll assume you already have short sounds confident, so I won't say that again, but here's what I think the point of all that was. Communication takes effort. People talk, right? They talk all day long, but they don't really think about what they're saying. Not really, not the way they would if they were sending an important email or crafting an official communication. And I just don't know why not. I think you should be responsible for every part of what comes out of your mouth. That's the look and sound of leadership. I'm incredibly honored and humbled by some of the leaders I work with. These are men and women who are so high-functioning, they make running a division of thousands of employees look effortless. I promise you, these executives have learned to be very conscious of their speech, and they are impressive. But that kind of communication takes effort. You have to choose to do it. You have to work on it a little bit every day. Just try and move the needle 5% whatever 5% means to you. So if you wanted to do this, if you wanted to be better at this, what would you do? Stop talking sooner. Short sounds confident, right? So you have to stop talking sooner. I'll tell you something I've learned during my coaching. The longer I'm talking, the less effective I am. And I talk well. I'm engaging and articulate. But the longer I talk, the less effective I am. So I've learned to stop talking sooner. Now, do I have more to say? Oh, my gosh. I mean, come on. Can you tell I love to talk? I always have something more to say. So if I'm going to stop talking sooner, I had better say the most important idea first. I have to learn to sort. Now, I know some people get crazy about sorting, but don't. Don't get paralyzed. Don't outthink yourself. Be lively. Be alert. Sort fast. And then say whatever you've decided on. Even that tiny burst of energy is going to make you sound more effective. I bet it will. I bet you will speak 5% more effectively than you would have otherwise. Give it a try. And let me know how it goes. If you don't know how to get a hold of me, by the way, I'll tell you in a minute. I would be incredibly remiss if I didn't express my deepest gratitude for what all of you wrote online this month. Wow, that was just amazing to read. Thank you so much. Just a couple of the users in iTunes were GHVHC, JD Sudi, VCAD, AM Kinsella, Slices HS, Eric, and Halle Berry with a great spelling. That made me laugh. Love seeing that. A user named Tater Texter said he uses the podcast with his team. He said they, quote, had a fantastic, positive, and uplifting conversation as a result of the podcast, close quote. Isn't that cool? Great idea. How exciting. Other folks have told me they do that too, and I'm always so delighted. Surprised, but delighted. If you and your team want more episodes that relate to this idea of communicating like an executive, five others that you might listen to are 
communicating with clarity, creating clarity, sorting and labeling, sounding well-spoken, and sounding executive. You can find the episodes on the Essential Communications website, EssentialCom.com. It's EssentialCom with two M's.com. All of the tips, going back to 2005, live in the archive under the Coaching Tips tab. And that's also where you can get in contact with me. The big old contact button, it's there on every page, and it is there for you. Last thing, I loved being in touch with so many of you about the TED Talk PDF. Thank you so much for reaching out. It was great to share that with you. It's great to share all the PDFs that you ask for, the feeling word grid and the sorting and labeling chart and the politics chart, all that stuff. I'm so glad to share it with all of you. You know what I'd like to ask? If you've ever gotten a PDF from me, post a review, tell others. What do you say? Wouldn't that be a great way to say thanks? And I would be truly grateful. Until next time, I'm Tom Henschel. Thanks so much for listening.